Kevin Na is nails at the Charles Schwab Challenge, getting it done at Colonial Country Club, sporting the beautiful Stuart Plaid tartan jacket. Let's see how he got it done on this Data Monday. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart with Data Access Golf. Welcome to the video cast, I guess, podcast and video going on at the same time. Welcome to a Monday. Uh, Hope you are enjoying the Memorial Day weekend and getting some golf out. We've actually got sunshine out today with a little wind. So uh, maybe get out and play a little bit today. Hopefully you are as well. I wanted to jump on real quick. I apologize for my voice. I am fighting a little bit of a cold that uh, began to visit me Sunday morning at about 2 a.m. And so I'm fighting that off and we'll just power through and see how it goes. I had such a good time watching the tournament yesterday and watching Kevin Na just, um, he was unflappable. He just kind of plodded along and and got it done. And so just wanted to jump in and definitely take time to look at the data that got things done. I've got some exciting news on, you can see here over on my screen here, I'm overlooking some of the design elements for the upcoming um, benchmark golf app that's gonna help us kind of keep track of our game and help us get better. So I'm way excited about it. Notice a couple things we're gonna have to change. I wanna add something that helps with the approach shot to make sure that we're using, we're playing from the right tees. So we're working those things out, but it's getting super close and I'm really excited about it. So that will be free to everybody, not gonna cost a dime and hopefully provide some really good value to help us get better at golf and um, help us use these benchmarks to make sure that we're working on the right aspects of our golf game. So quick introduction for those that are just joining you. My name's Aaron, joining us, my name's Aaron Stewart. I am a golf researcher. I have been in a mastery class with Extraordinary Golf's uh, Fred Shoemaker for about the last 10 to 12 years working with him and just working on my golf game. Went from an 18 handicap to a scratch player now and just love everything about golf. And my, my big, I just love data, thus data access golf. And, and I love technology and what it's doing for the golf world right now and how it's making it possible for us, guys like me, just average guys, out there that have struggled with, you know, double digit handicaps to really get better and change their game. So today we're going to jump in and kind of look at some data, look at the numbers then for Kevin Na's victory and kind of get an idea of what that all did for him. I love looking at what the wins do for people and individuals. And so I've got my spreadsheets up. I'll start to geek out a little bit on the data. Mondays are always what we call data Mondays and they can be a little geeky. But for those of us that love the, uh, the numbers, this is a pretty cool day. So jumping right in, uh, Kevin Na obviously won the, the Charles Schwab um, Challenge, as they're calling it. I've been calling it the championship earlier, but it's the challenge. And it's really good to have a, a sponsor, a title sponsor like Charles Schwab taking over at Colonial. Colonial has been the, uh, an event that's been held at the Colonial, Colonial Country Club for such a long time. And it was sort of there on the verge of being canceled, had a tough time finding some sponsoring partners. So really grateful to Charles Schwab and grateful to the PGA for putting this together because it is a course that is important on the PGA Tour, not only for the history. That's where I think Ben Hogan won five times. We've got the tartan jacket 
Um, it's but it's a course that requires, as Kevin Na put it, everybody basically hits from the same spot into the green. So it's really a, a second strike golf course where the the tightness and the way the fairways move left and right, you have to be very precise off the tee. And that kind of takes out the advantages some of the bombers have. Kevin Na went so far as to say that he believes that there's only, what, six to eight courses on tour now where he has a chance to win. And he feels like Colonial is one of them. And he has played very well um, on Colonial in the past. And if you look at his stroke gain numbers, um, historically speaking, this course does set up well for him. Um, his strength, the strength of his game is not off the tee based on the strokes game numbers. So we'll look at those and we'll talk about them a little bit. But first and foremost, with the win, obviously Kevin Na picked up some FedEx Cup points. He was ranked 98th when he went into this week and he now jumps all the way up to 27th. So a big jump there. As far as his world golf rankings, he was at 52nd going into this tournament and he now finds himself at 31st. So great jumps there for both. 27th in FedEx Cup now and 31st in the world golf rankings, which is big. That gets you into uh, um, a lot of the um, majors being in top 50 in the world. So good for Kevin now there. He dropped out to 52. So that was a big win for him to get back up into that top 50. All right, as far as Kevin, uh, Kevin Na's consistency numbers is what we call it. A consistency number is essentially how many cuts you make and the percentage of, of how many cuts you make. And we look at that a little differently. So in this particular case, Kevin Na has played in 392 tour events, which is pretty amazing. Um, if you look at like Ryan Palmer's played in 394, um, 392 is 40 tournaments more than Tiger Woods. Um, it is more than Rory McIlroy by about 200 tournaments. So, I mean, it's impressive. You've got Phil Mickelson as kind of the, the leader in the pack with 598 back when he won his tournament. He's obviously gone over 600 now. So, but, so Kevin Na has been in 392 tour events and he has made 269 cuts for a consistency number of 69%. And how we kind of look at these, Tiger Woods is the only one who makes the cut above 90% of the time, and he's at 91%. So he's obviously the elite player. But how we kind of look at these numbers is really anything in the 80s we would consider a top-tier player. And that would be like a Brooks Kepka. He's at an 83% mark. You're looking at, I already mentioned Tiger Woods, but you're looking at like a Rory McIlroy. He makes the cut at an 87% mark. Francisco Molinari makes the cut at an 80% mark. And Phil Mickelson makes the cut at an 84% mark. Justin Rose makes the cut at an 81% mark. So that would be what you consider as far as their consistency numbers go, their consistency number goes. Those are elite players. And then you have this level of really the 70s and Kevin Nas at 69%. So that would be sort of your mid-tier would be those that make 70% of their cuts. And that's looking at like a Paul Casey, um, a J.B. Holmes, 71%, a Matt Kuchers at 73%. So to kind of give you an idea, and then anything below that, we would say that would be kind of a lower tier player whose consistency numbers just don't quite have them up to the same, um, well, just playing the same consistent numbers as all the other players. And what we find is the players that make most of the cuts are very, very good in all the benchmark numbers that we're going to review now. And those that struggle making cuts 
usually have a few of these benchmark numbers where they're very strong and then they suffer and, and struggle a little bit in some other numbers. So let's jump to those really quick. And again, for those that are just joining us for this first time, and I know that since we've moved to, moved to YouTube, we have a number of new people now joining us. What we've done with our benchmarks is we've created a number of benchmarks based on PGA Tour scores and averages that we now will measure our game against. Now, I'm not taking the top in every category. I'm literally taking the, the average and a little below average, but essentially still giving us really good numbers so we can measure our performance against these numbers and make sure that we're working on the aspects of our game that are the weakest. And then we're not wasting time hitting we're not wasting time like hitting 107 irons because we know we can hit the seven iron really well. There's definitely time for that. I mean, I love to hit seven irons. I love to hit, sometimes I just love to hit the wedge. And so when we're out there for just enjoyment on the range, maybe that's what we do. But if we're out there to work on our game, let's make sure that we're working on the parts of our game that are the weakest so we can improve. Um, that's been a big key to how I've been able to improve from 18 down to scratch is making sure that I'm working on the parts of my game that are the weakest. So we're going into the benchmarks and we're going to compare Kevin Na's um, tournament performance versus his 2018 numbers for the entire year and just kind of see how they ma match up to our benchmarks and see if we can identify the parts of his game that were actually quite a bit better this week and the parts of his game where probably he should work on them based on our numbers here. So First, we start with driving accuracy. And for the week, um, Kevin Na hit 61% of his fairways this week, which his average for 2018 is 64%. Um, much of the, it, it's not a strong part of Kevin Na's game anyway, but Colonial Country Club is tight. It has tight fairways and you really have to move the ball both ways. So seeing his driving accuracy drop a little bit right there is really not much of a concern. As far as our benchmark goes, it's 55%, meaning that we should be hitting in our own games 55% of our fairways. And if we are, we should feel like our driving game is actually pretty good. Okay, and we don't need to work on it as much. And for those that are joining us fresh and new, um, those in on the PGA Tour who hit less than 55% of their fairways, Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, and Tony Finau. Okay, so these numbers are legitimate. 55% is a solid number off the tee. Okay, greens and regulation. For the week, Kevin Na hit 78% of his greens, which is truly amazing when you consider that his driving accuracy was 61%. They had some pretty good rough there, and, um, and those greens are small. So 78% of his greens and regulation. His typical average for 2018 was 65%. So 78%, 13 points higher in a, on a course that is tight and has small greens is fantastic. That's definitely where uh, Kevin Na got the job done, right? And we'll see that in his strokes gain numbers as well. Uh, sand saves. <laughs> Typically, um, uh, Kevin Na gets up and down from the sand 67% of the time. This week, he did 61%. So pretty similar. As far as benchmarks go, he's still quite a bit above our benchmark. Our benchmark for getting um, out of a sand trap is 45%. So he was well above that. I guess we should talk about the green and regulation benchmark. I'm sorry, I missed that. So our green and regulation benchmark is 65%, which is where Kevin Na is for 2018. 
and he was 78% for the week, so quite a bit above our benchmark for the week. But that would be the first thing where we look at and kind of go, okay, maybe greens and regulation. So approach shots would be where Kevin Knock could work on his game. He's right at that benchmark. You wouldn't want to go below that. Okay, his strokes game putty numbers. These aren't numbers that we can follow because these are numbers against the field, but they are interesting to see if they did well on the green this week and if that was where they improved. He um, averaged 1.758 strokes gained on the green, um, which is amazing. Um, really quite good. So compared a full stroke and point, point, 1.2 strokes higher than his normal. In 2018, he averaged 0.5 strokes per round. So yeah, quite a, that's a good way to pick up. So between his greens and regulation and his strong putting, we can see where he was able to get this victory done. His scrambling numbers. Now these we don't actually keep track of per tournament. So these are just his 2018 numbers. The rest of the numbers on out with scrambling and all the putting numbers are just from 2018. So scrambling, he gets up and down around the green 64% of the time in 2018. Our benchmark for that is 55%. So he's well above that um, for scrambling. Um, we wouldn't have him work on his, that around the green right now. We would have him so far, we'd have him focusing on his, his greens and regulations, his green and regulation number. Okay, putting from 20 to 25 feet. Kevin now makes 20% of those. One in five. Um, based on every other tournament winner this year, Kevin Na is the leader in that category from 20 to 25 feet. 20% of them is extraordinary. Um, our benchmark is 9%. So he's 11 points higher from 20 to 25 feet. It's astounding. Um, and then from 15 to 20 feet, he makes 26% of those. There's only one other victor that makes more than 26% all year long, and that is Tiger Woods. Um, amazing. So Kevin, uh, amazing from 15 to 20 feet as well. Our benchmark is 17%. So he's nine points higher than our benchmark. Extraordinary. Okay, putting from 10 to 15 feet. Kevin uh, makes 33% of those putts. Our benchmark is 28%. So he's 5% above that. Uh, those that make less than 28%, Patrick Reed, Keegan Bradley, and Francisco Molinari, just to name a few. And then from, this is the one that was interesting to me. So from five feet is one that we like to look at, and it's one that we talk about a lot here at Data Access Golf. But from five feet, Kevin Na makes 79% of his putts. Our benchmark is 80%. So he makes 1% less from five feet. And what we've talked about and why we focus on five feet so much here at Data Access Golf is if we can just practice as amateurs, we don't have a lot of time to practice. So if we just practice on our five footers, five feet and in, and we become super good at five feet and in, where we feel like the hole is massive and we can't miss from five feet and in, and then we practice lag putting to try to get the ball somewhere within a five foot circle of the hole, then we've taken a lot of the, the craziness out of putting, right? If we make our five footers, we take a lot of that out. Kevin Na obviously has practice on his 20 to 25 footers. I mean, from 10 feet out to 25 feet, he, he is well above our benchmarks. But when you get to five feet, he is one percentage point below. So we would say, look, Kevin, for as far as your game, work on your five footers. And then if you want to work on something else at the range, definitely work on your approach shots because that's where you have, um, you know, you butt up against or below the, um, the benchmarks. 
So anyway, so that's really cool there. Um, putts per round, uh, Kevin Ah averages 28. Obviously, our benchmark is 30. So we want anything less than 30. Those who make more, those who don't make less than 30 on the PGA Tour at this time, Jason Kokrak, Patrick Cantlay, and Gary Woodland, to name a few. Okay, so hopefully that is uh, pretty helpful. As far as um, Kevin Na, how he got it done, if we looked at the strokes gains, stroke gains numbers. So off the tee, he picked up 2.3 strokes on the field, which is for somebody whose um, driving game isn't the strength of his game. If you look at his strokes gain numbers, um, he actually loses or um, he's actually average or loses to the field usually in tournaments. So to pick up 2.3 strokes on the field off the tee was huge for Kevin Na. And that kind of gives you an idea. He was below in his driving accuracy numbers, but still picked up on the field for being below his averages, his driving accuracy average. That kind of goes to show us how difficult Colonial is off the tee. Very tight. His approach to the green, where he has been weak, but showed a, a remarkable increase of 15 points this week. He gained 8.3 strokes on the field, his approach to green. So that is amazing, right? That is where he was far and away better than everybody else. And um, his around the green numbers, where he was uh, very, he was more than sufficient above our benchmark numbers for 2018, he actually lost 1.4 strokes to the field around the green and had a hard time getting up and down when he missed the green. Fortunately, he actually hit a lot of greens. So the weakness of his game this week didn't have to really rear its ugly head because he hit so many greens. Putting, he picked up seven strokes on the field. Amazing. So tee to green, everything except putting, he picked up 9.2 strokes on the field and then throw in his putting of seven strokes on the field and that gives us his total strokes gain number of 16.3 strokes on the field, which is awesome. Um, Obviously, we talked about the, the number one strokes gain total for the entire year is Dustin Johnson at 20.4. And second place was that dominant uh, performance by Brooks Kepka in the PGA Championship at 18 and a half strokes on the field. So cool. There's some more numbers there. It was fun. I mean, Kevin Na just, he just was nails, right? He was just tough this week, just mentally tough and um I know I shared some experiences with him. I, I just, I followed him and had such a hard time watching how he, how his dad interacted with him and act with him, acted with him when he made, when he missed shots. And so you kind of wonder about that. At least I do. And so when I saw his, there's pictures all over the internet of his little girl running to him and the look on Kevin Na's face and how excited he was. And for me, that's, that's pretty much it, you know, to see the family celebrate together is um, for me, it's kind of, it's the coolest part of watching that. I love the numbers. I love all of that, but the emotion, what it means for the family, all of that. We're going to get into the, the cash now and it can get a little ridiculous, obviously, but that's the part that's fun to see. Um, a, a dad and his daughter. I've got a daughter. I just, I just love that part of it. So very, very cool. Okay, so let's look at the money. What we like to do is we take the money that they win and we divide it by the number of strokes. We do a couple different things with it to make to kind of give us an idea of just how much crazy money is in this game. So for his victory, Kevin Na picked up a nice little chunk of change of $1.314 million. And he did that, he, he won the tournament with 267 strokes, 
So that means that in a four-day tournament, he made $328,500 per day. That was his wage, his daily wage, right? For five hours of work. His, his per hour, excuse me, his per hour of five hours a day is $65,700, right? So I don't know. That, that per hour rate is pretty solid. The highest that we've had all year long is at the Players' Championship. Rory McIlroy made $112,500 per hour. Whew, that's some good cash right there. Okay, so per stroke, he, he used 267 strokes to get the win. So that's $4,921 per stroke is what he made. And then we, we like to kind of look at career money. So that, that win put him over $30 million for his career, which is incredible. Um, to think of Kevin on making $30 million is, uh, it's, it's amazing, right? He has made 269 cuts. So that is a per cut money rate of $112,107. So every time Kevin Na makes a cut, he averages $112,000. So kind of fun to think about. Um, really a great tournament, a great win for Kevin Na. He has been, wow. When you think of his journey, when you think of the troubles that he had off the tee when he just couldn't pull the trigger, I know that we've all seen that. That is probably still some of the most disturbing golf footage ever recorded when he just couldn't. I think he was at the Las Vegas. He was in Las Vegas and he just couldn't pull the trigger and hit the ball. He just couldn't feel comfortable enough to hit it. You remember all the slow play and the drives and how his caddy was so positive and worked with him. I mean, that was heart-wrenching. We remember him. It was, uh, what was the tournament? I believe it was last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. Uh, A a long time ago. I can't remember the tournament. But it was in, we just relived it. But Kevin Na, when he hit it into the trees and took, I don't know, like 104 strokes to get out. And then he made fun of himself the year after. Kevin Na is an interesting personality. Kevin Na is one that has been raised in an interesting way. Um, and I got to see that interaction. He now seems to be having more fun on the golf course. Uh, seeing him and Tiger Woods sort of interact at Sawgrass on 17 when he does that quick pickup out of the cup, which is kind of a Kevin Na deal. And you've seen some people sort of mimic that. Even one, uh, what is his name? Bieber? Justin Bieber or something? My daughter would, would, would absolutely die right now. See me not be able to pull it back. It's Bieber, right? Like some Disney girl or something for a while. Whatever. Anyway, so it was. it's just so cool to see Kevin uh, just absolutely just hold everybody off and get the victory. Just the maturity, how comfortable he seems to be in his skin right now, where when, when we saw him not being able to hit the driver, it was just so uncomfortable to watch and just figure out what was going on in his head. And so to see him sort of fight through all that and, and now come in and, and take a lead into the final round and just get it done like it's no big deal and then see his little daughter run at him, the whole thing, it's awesome. I love this game. I love talking about this game. I love the data about this game. I love getting better at this game. Um, I love where we get to hang out when we play this game, the views, everything about it, the stuff that we can learn about ourselves through this game, through competition, through our emotions, all of it. It is literally the greatest game on earth and there is not even another game that's close to it. So that's how I feel and I'm sticking to it. So Aaron Stewart, 
Thank you again for joining us on this Data Monday. Congratulations to Kevin Na. Please subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, also please subscribe. You can find us at iTunes at Data Access Golf. Follow us on Instagram, Data Access Golf. Twitter, Data Access Golf. And our Facebook page, Data Access Golf. We kept it all very consistent. So it's amazing nobody wanted that name. Aaron Stewart, until next time, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.